And I think our culture today has put so many, so much emphasis on things that maybe aren't worthy of all of the time that we devote to it. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Small Skill Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Julie. Do you feel stressed out? Does it seem that there's too much noise and information out there? How do you sort through what is important and what's not? In today's fast-paced world, there are incredible demands on our most precious resources, our time, our energy, and our money. How do you prioritize your time commitments and focus on what's real and what is important? Oh, that was really good. I love it. I love it. A little difference, a little change up, getting you all going here. So in this podcast, in this episode, Julie and I are here to help sort through some of those questions and discuss how we're going to try to focus on what is real, what is important, and what we can do to maximize our efforts. We're so thankful that you're here today. Julie and I have been looking forward to this podcast for a long time. So welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. If you're new to Small Scale Life, we are all about intentional living, living simply. We talk about gardening. We talk about healthy lifestyle. And we have lots of fun along the way. So we are glad you're here. You have a lot of choices out there, a lot of options to listen to different podcasts, read different blogs. But we're glad you're spending your time with Small Scale Life. And I'm thankful that you're here today, Jules. I'm excited to be here again. Yeah. This is, this is fun. This is very fun. and It's, it's not... our new hobby together. Yeah. It's entertainment because we're actually talking about, we're doing deep dives into very cool stuff. Trying. Trying. <laughs> and we're not experts. We're right here in the trenches with you. We are slugging out, trying to sort through clutter, get our lives on track, be the best people that we can be, and just be better every day. Better every day. That's that's kind of what it's coming down to, isn't it? It is. A little segue, since we're talking about being better. Jules gotten me in the gym for the past three days. Yeah, and I'm sore. I know. We did weight training yesterday. I, I know. You know, there's this whole Movember thing going on where guys don't shave. Well, we're doing a move- No, 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 no. What? No, Movember. Well, I don't know what it is. I mean, we're God. doing the move ember. We're doing the move ember. Oh, the move ember. Yeah, we're doing the move ember. We're trying to gear up and ramp up for holiday season because traditionally folks put on about 10 pounds during the holidays. Thanksgiving, well, Halloween rolls into Thanksgiving, rolls into Christmas, rolls into New Year's, rolls into Easter. And by the time you're done with that, you're going, oh, my God, I put on 10 pounds. And we're trying to crush it before we get to January 1. Yeah, we're trying to finish strong for a change because typically Halloween kicks off no holds barred time in our life, which is really sad but true. It's parties and there's food at the office and there's treats and candy and drinks and oh gosh, I stayed up late and had a few cocktails and I can't get up early in the morning. This isn't sleigh bells. This is a little drinky drink. It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this year, 2018, you know, it's, it's, it's been a year for a lot of change and Instead of just doing the same old thing at the end of this year, we're, we're finishing strong. So we are doing Movember. Right. Movember. I mean, been to the gym. Uh, I went swimming. Uh, you did a spin class on Thursday. I went swimming. Yep. We worked out together on Friday. Yeah, we yesterday. were lifting weights. We lifted weights. Which I haven't done in so I know. Long. I know. Man, uh, my chest is a little sore from the flies, but uh, it was good. I think my max weight on anything I did was 10 pounds. Well, that's all right. It's a start. 
Right. Know, you start. start. You start where you're at. Slow and, and slow. You know what, girls? Lifting weights feels great. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing, and I miss it. And I'm super excited to do it with you again because we used to mm-hmm. together a lot, and it was kind of a cool thing that we were able to to enjoy together. And and we're getting back there again. Right. And my bros out there, it's always good to lift weights with the ladies because it's kind of fun. I'm just going to leave it at that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then today you did yoga. Yep. I'm not doing yoga. I know Drew Samples into the yoga thing. Not happening here. So <sighs> I went to the pool. It was lessons. And then we had the dolphins swimming in there. I mean, these two were like swim team Olympic style. I mean, they look like Olympic style thing, but I had to go to the bike instead. So Well, because later in the day at the YMCA, there's only one lane open yeah. for lap swimming because there's lessons and open swim and other things going on. So, yeah. Someday, babe, you're going to do yoga and you're going to love it. Nope. No I, downward dog. This, and I'm good at the fetal pose. What is that? The resting child's beluga? pose. Stop. It's the child's <laughs> pose. I swore forever and ever and ever. I swore I could not do yoga. Right. I am mm. one of the least flexible women that has ever been created by God. I'm not kidding you. I am not flexible. I can't on a good day bend down and touch my toes, okay? So I'm like, I can't do yoga. But you know what? Yoga, just like minimalism is everyone's own practice, yoga is the same way. There is always a modification that you can do. And it's about, oh God, it's so good. And it's so much harder. And it's such a good workout. You would not even believe it. Like you... Build muscle. See this face here? This is the I'm not believing you face. Dude, you're going to do it. I'm going to I'm gonna get Resting you in there. Resting big man in the back. That's what I'm going to be just kind of hanging out. No, he was next to me in class uh, oh, today. Yeah. yeah. And, but he was there. Who gives a crap? Yeah. It's not about what everyone else is doing in the class. That's what you have to learn. I'll do spin. I'll lift weights. I'll swim. Hey, yoga, I think it's no. great. You're doing what you're doing. You do. No, you are God. doing awesome. I'm just a Noga guy. Noga. Okay. (laughs) But this is what we're doing, folks, and we're ramping up. I mean, there's something we're planning in January. I mean, when January, a lot of things kick off. Everybody's got New Year's resolutions, blah, 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 blah. And I've talked about this before. At least Tommy Cakes has talked about this before, where your New Year's resolutions die by the end of the month. Only like 10% of people are doing it. 60 days out, like... 2% 2% of people are doing it. Yeah, I think they say, that, I mean, there's statistics and, and it's different depending on who is reporting them, but 92% of New Year's resolutions don't get met or goals in general. It's, it's yeah, we all start off the year strong. We're trying to finish the year strong right. so that and we roll right into it. Yeah, that, that when 2019 comes around, we can even just elevate elevate and be better in 2019. Right, right. So if you guys are interested and to know what we're doing, we'll have some updates. Uh, feel free to reach out to us on smallscalelife.com or real uh, smallscalelife at gmail.com or contact us page and, and we'll just let you know what we're doing. And uh, I can tell you this about you're, you're going to want to be there for that. So hang on. We're assembling the Super Friends, the Legion. No, not the Legion of Doom, but the Super Friends that will be helping us along on this because I'm not a fitness expert. I'm not a fitness expert. But we know some people who have done some really cool things and lost a lot of weight, gotten really fit. And um, 
I think we can all use a little bit of of support and guidance. And uh, so we're right. We're going to we're going to kick off the new year right. And we want you guys to do it with us. So. Right. And so we're getting back to our roots a little bit here at Small Scale Life. Day one in October 2015, I was writing about taking walks and starting this whole new thing. So that was kind of where we started in Small Scale Life. So we're kind of going full circle three years later. Yeah. Hey, life is a journey process. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. Yeah, that's something. I don't know. I just got (laughs) to... Your cat stepped on the keyboard. And she said it's disallowed. (laughs) Princess Lulu, the the producer, Producer. just walked across your keyboard. That's right. So that song was disallowed. But uh, yeah, enough. It should have been. Yeah, right? So we're we're jumping in, getting back to minimalism. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away this year. I mean, this year, where did the time go? Holy crap. It's November. I know, right? No, it's Movember. Movember. And we're not mooing like cows. That's That's right. That's a whole different kind of Movember. Right. So season three, episode 14, we introduced the five steps to developing a simple and intentional life here on small scale life that was episode 80 that was your debut on small scale life and we really unpacked i thought a bunch of good stuff about minimalism introducing minimalism talking about those five steps and um that was just our introduction to minimalism minimalism is can be interpreted in so many different ways. And it is not live out of a suitcase and have 50 items to your name for everybody. For some, some people, people it is. That. And yeah. that's that's amazing. I think that's, that's super cool. But that's so not us. No. But we needed to find a way to live more intentionally and have life be not about stuff and attaining this success and we just we had to change things and we had you know for a long time we realized we had lived our lives for achieving more and obtaining more and we realized that that was just not getting us where we wanted to be we were stressed out we were getting fat we were unhappy and uh, we just had to do something different right we happened upon the minimalists a couple of guys that really spoke to us initially we've adapted our own version of minimalism right yeah yeah i mean some people like i said get rid of everything well that's just not practical for us i mean we're, we're running a household here we we have you know, kids, we want to entertain. We have to have some things to do that. And uh, really, we've kind of boiled it down to five steps. And this is actually our second step. Episode 19 was uh, all about decluttering, which is the first step. Eliminate the clutter, which is decluttering. Uh, that was the first step. And so finally, we're coming back around to the next of the five steps. And, the, and so the five steps are eliminating clutter two is reducing time commitments boom that's what we're talking about today yes and then three is reducing and eliminating debt because that's a big drag on a lot of people a lot of source of consternation and stress and anxiety about the future about money preach it babe we were there so you remember that one time in january where we had like 50 dollars in our <laughs> checking account we we're like holy shit january we gotta make, 2018 we or what, which january <laughs> we gotta make it the whole month on 50 bucks yes that sucked bigly bigly it was really bad it was bad totally bad i didn't like it 
oh, at all. God, and I needed a big me. wall and it was only $50 worth. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yes. Yeah. That we have, what's this, how does the saying go? Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. We have, uh, if, if there's been a financial mistake to be made, we've done it. But so, we also worked very hard to get ourselves out of a very big hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never will go back there again. Right. So we realized a big thing for us was how do we have a lifestyle that's maintainable right. and allows us to have money to do some of the things we want to do. Right. Right. And that's where we're at right now. I mean, yeah. we're just, we're just there. Right. We, we're 45. Our boys are finally grown up and, and getting ready to launch. <laughs> we're, we're helping, you know, they're, they're still figuring things out and mm-hmm. that's what they should be doing. And we're helping out as much as we can, but they're, you know, they're, they're adults and they're figuring it out. This is going to be a huge topic. That might be fun to live stream. Ooh. <laughs> With a live studio audience, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. Her eyes are as big as saucers. Like, holy cow. I think it's my magnifying glasses. I'm blind <laughs> as a bat without them. But we do have the YouTube's channel. We could do a live stream on that. This is That would be a very big episode. That would be huge. Um and you can tell we've already we've we've lived it Oof. from the valley to the mountain to the valley again. Did we ever get to the, the higher mountain to the, to to the, the lower foothill? valley yeah. to the peak to the <laughs> plateau? Yeah. So we'll come up with some, that'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun one to do. That'll be a real that good is one. that is happening. We're trying to just unpack yep. them one at a time. Right. So uh, the next one was. Number four, replacing screens with reality and people. You know, this is this is our modern technology. We have so many distractions as my husband is texting away on his phone over there. It was just an example. I know. I wasn't doing nothing. The phones, the computers, the TVs, the games, it's it's overwhelming and it Fortnite. can be yeah. Ooh. I know I've never I've never played Fortnite. Mm, I'm not a huge. gamer, but That's I know it's right huge. Now. Yeah. I don't get those games. I just have never been a gamer. Even back in the Atari day, people, I never just I didn't I, I didn't get it. Right. I can play a mean Pac-Man. <laughs> I really liked Pong. Well, there was a point when uh Tommy our nephew was wiping my character from the screens. Here's this 45-year-old man just a few months ago, just getting dominated by, how old is Tommy now? He's uh, nine. 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 Just wiping me off the board. In Halo? Halo. And you just realize this is just, well, what is this? But, you know. But some people love that. Yeah, and our, I mean, it. Ryan, our oldest, he is a huge gamer. I don't know that he's still as, as much of a gamer, but, but he has Fortnite. been. But I they do know Fortnite. there are some, I know some adults that love, love, love games. Yeah. Gaming. Mm-hmm. And while I don't get that, you know, that's something that's important in their life. <laughs> Princess Lulu is having a biological imperative right now in the litter box, and this is going to make our podcast studio just shine. Um, but this is this is kind of coming back to building community and talking about building community, and and uh, it gets back into that. So we'll we'll get to that point, and then uh, and then five. You know, obviously these uh, five topics are very important to us. I mean, we're kind of diving into each one of them a little bit here, right? Um, defining what is truly important in your life. And that, that might have, that 
we probably messed up. That we should be number, be number one. one. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> everything kind of flows down from that, like the cascading waterfall, right? That probably should have been the first one because you can't really declutter unless you know wh- why. Why? And and then reducing time of com- commitments that that why is defined. So then you can line up friends, activities, everything around that, uh, where you're spending your money. I mean, again, these are your precious resources, time, yeah. money, energy, and you know, reducing debt and eliminating debt. You're spending money on nilly stuff and then uh, making that human connection in lining up people of a like mind with your why good point man damn that's good so good i'm gonna have another drink but yeah that probably should have been number one but no it is true yeah you know but sometimes it takes a while to figure out what that right what that what is that they they say the why like your critical why or what that driving force is Mm -hmm. in your life and in your your reason for getting healthy, your reason mm-hmm. for getting out of debt. Yep. Why do you want to do it? Why? Mm-hmm. What is that thing that's going to fire you up so much that it is going to be, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And this comes back to a conversation we had just published in August with uh, Greg Burns, where he, Jay and I were blabbing on about all the plans we want to do. And he's like, wait, you guys just need to come back to the why, the why behind you're doing all these things and how he spent time, effort, money, all these things and didn't define the why. I mean, he found it along the way, but really didn't define it. Yeah. Well, and sometimes you need to have some life and experience life to be able to define the why. And the why changes sometimes. It does. Mm -hmm. Different periods in life, it's it's been different things. But I think I think what it boils down to for us is is people and relationships. That's at the heart of it. That's that's the why. Thunder Mifflin. People, products, office space. (laughs) No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, we're getting to a stage here where the boys are taking off. And I mean, we've been so focused on just our little tribe. Now start to put some other pieces on there. And it's life. And we'll get to that. And I mean, dang, I've been unpacking so much stuff and doing so much like personal development and growth. You can't have good relationships with other people if you don't have a good relationship relationship with yourself. Mm, That's a good point. And, you know, so relationships are across the board. You have to be in a place where you're accepting and loving yourself before you can really be accepting and loving of other people. That's my little uh, two cents that I have learned. Who sent? Who sent for me? <laughs> no, I think that's really good. I think that's that's important. I mean, if you got bad self esteem, and, and this is something that Kevin Geary talks about, that other people have talked about, uh, Corinne, fit and fat, where you're constantly beating yourself up, negative self talk, and and just have negative self worth. It's really hard to. Well, when those challenges come into play, you're not going to be able to stick to your your plan and. You know, you're going to easily just let it go and revert to old habits right? because you just you're not in a good place. You don't feel good about yourself. You got to just take it one day at a time. That's that's it. And just try to be a little better every single day. That's all you can do. It's like uh, there was this guy talking about goals 
on the Lewis Howes podcast. And he said, you can have the best goals and intentions, but you always revert back to your systems. Yep. And you see it time and time again. Well, I screwed up eating this today. Screw it. I'll start next week. Or, you know, the diet is a great example of that kind of thing. Or starting a little business. Oh, shoot. I didn't post a podcast this week. Oh, dang it. You know, we're everybody's going to go away and nobody's going to listen anymore. I just went through that. <laughs> I think you've been going through that for three years. Hush, I, hush, woman. Yeah. No, it's just every day is a new start. Every mm-hmm. day is a fresh start. And right. God, some days are going to be good. Some not so good. But, right. you know, you got to kind of have a plan. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a plan, you have nowhere to go. Right. And we're trying to do a little better every day. Yep. Boom. Absolutely. Hashtag that. Better every day. Better every day. <laughs> so we wanted to jump into um, reducing time commitments. Step number two of the five steps. Um, and really, uh, time commitments, especially this time of year, you're getting hit. You're getting bombarded from every side. And one of the areas you get hit a lot is family. We've got Thanksgiving coming up. We've got Christmas and New Year's coming up. And uh, these things are going to be, it, it. you know, you get the phone call. Are you coming for Christmas? Are you coming for Thanksgiving? You got deer hunting season coming. A lot of Minnesota deer hunters are out hunting right now for for the start of that. And it's a lot of time commitments. Um, Yeah. It can really weigh you down. And uh, and it can be stressful, especially the family stuff. Yeah, it can be. It doesn't have to be. It can be. It can be. Definitely. Well, and and this is... This is an area that I struggle a little bit because um, we talk about building strong communities and then we're also, it's it's almost a, what's the right word for it? It's a paradox. Reducing time commitments, but building strong commu- community or building community around you. I mean. Well, I think it comes down to defining what that why is. Hmm. If building relationships is your why, it's not going to be as, stress- as stressful because that's your focus. Hmm. You know, family is part of that tribe too. And uh, building that community around you. I mean, it's your immediate tribe, you know, your family. Right. Your family is your immediate tribe. And you have to, not everybody's family is, how, how do I want to say this? Not everybody's family is is going to be the nurturing, building experience that everyone's is. Right. True. You know, I I know that a lot of people have been through a lot of really hard things. They have family experiences that they have run from Mm -hmm. and they don't that's not a priority for them. Actually, that their priority is minimizing their exposure to their family. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's what their life that's their life story. You know, maybe their relationships are building their friendships. Mm hmm building their support network. Everyone has a different experience and a different story. You have to find those relationships that build you up, build you up, that work for you, that, you know, your family is your family and you, your parents, you know, biblically speaking, you you have to honor your parents and you have to love them. And, uh, but you honor that, that relationship that they are your parents and you honor that. But some parents don't deserve the respect that, uh, there, there's there's some parents that are just flat out not good people. Mm. And you don't have to love and honor that. You just don't. You can honor the fact that they're your parents, but you don't have to have a relationship with them that doesn't build you up. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes it's just it's it's better to let it go and love them for the fact that they're your parents. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it can be frustrating. Sometimes family can be super duper frustrating and sometimes it can be glorious. Yep. It just depends on your story and your experience. Yep. So getting back to I mean we're kind of segueing into Sig you. <laughs> you know, time commitments, I we all have them. I mean, this is we're in a a period of life and of time mm-hmm. that I think our commitments on our time and our demands on our time are at an all time high compared to, you know, past seasons in in time. I think there's so many places that we can become distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think our culture today has put so many so much em- emphasis on things that maybe aren't worthy of all of the time that we devote to it. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. I think on our our first podcast, we talked about the time commitments and like kids sports. Right. Kids sports Um, is huge, huge. It's so important for our kids to be involved in activities and, and be exposed to different things. And we all want to do what's right and what's best for our kids. I think that we can very easily take it to the extreme and take it too far. We did, I think. We did. Honestly. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're preaching from the choir here, people. So we're trying to help like unpack some of this crap that we, you know, we've learned and that we did. We had our kids involved in multiple sports, in Boy Scouts, in church activities, and they were running and, and, and it got to a point where almost every minute of their time was structured right. and they need that downtime. They, they long for that time to just play and just be and grow and, and we over commit them. And uh, so just be really conscious of that, I think, Mm -hmm. and be careful to put, not put too much emphasis on success in activities and sports because it can go to a very unhealthy place. And we learn that the hard way. Right. So it's an extracurricular activity at the end of the day. It should be fun for them. It should be active. They should learn and grow and get exercise and have a great time. And if they're not, let it go because it is the majority, like 99% of the kids out there are not going to be Michael Jordan. You know, they're not going to be Tiger or Woods or Aaron Rodgers. They're not, you know, just keep it in perspective. Right. I mean, that's, this is, this is me looking in the, in the mirror. Right. So there is, there's a ton of pressure out there, especially as they go through sports and, and uh, just a ton of that pressure. And it does add to the noise, you know, um, our phones and, you know, we're seeing snapshots of everybody's lives. We'll talk about that in the next couple steps but um, there's a really good book out there it's called essentialism by greg cowan and uh my friend jay told me i should read this thing and, and i've heard of it yeah i've heard good. i've heard actually several podcasts i listen to they quote from essentialism oh yeah it's really good and it talks about just all the noise out there and there's so much noise we're bombarded by so much noise that we can't sort through the clutter. And again, this is getting back to the big why and everything, but it's really hard to sort through what's important, getting through 
the noise and the clutter to, to focus on what's going to make us fulfill our why, you know, to work right. on our thing. Because there's just, we're pulled in so many directions and we're in so many meetings. I mean, when I worked for the light rail project, I mean, I had meetings from when I stepped in the office until I left and double booked, triple booked. And it was so impossible to focus on what was important because there was so much noise, so many distractions, so many crises, 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 crises. There was always a crisis. Crises? Crises? I don't know. It's one of those things. It was going on all the time. It's like a fire over there. I don't know. <laughs> but it was always going on. And we were always trying to stay one step ahead of the man, the man being the press and the public and everybody else and have it all figured out. And it was all the politicians. It was really tough. It was it was really stressful. That was just a stressful gig. Yeah. And uh, there was just a lot of noise and it was really hard to get anything done. Absolutely. And I think for us, us women, I'll speak to to us girls out there. And and I think it's oh my god what I think it's also personality thing as well. I am if you know if you do the personality type tests, the Myers Briggs tests. There's a test out there called the Enneagram, which is so interesting. They're both super interesting to to take the tests. They're very easy to take. You can take them online, but it kind of gives a lot of insight into your personality. But also, if you are married or in relationship or have children, have them take it and learn about their personality and what makes them tick. Because those things that drive you crazy about them, there might that that's their personality. It's 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 how they're wired and it's so interesting. I'm perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> Awesome. My personality type is is the helper. I want to do for everybody. I will give, 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 give. I want you to like me. I'm a people pleaser. I want everyone to be happy. And that's not reality sometimes, right? Do we get to sing everyone is awesome? Everything is awesome. <laughs> oh Everything is cool when, when you're, you're part, part of the team. team. Everything is awesome. Oh, God. When you live in the dream. Mm, mm, Mason, mm, that's mm, a mm, shout mm, out mm, to my mm, little mm, buddy, mm. Mason, my friend Trisha's <laughs> son. Um, we have older children, so, you know, the Lego movies weren't quite the thing that they are now. That song. We, we experienced that song with our <laughs> little buddy, and Mason. And, and, ooh, he loves it. And right. So Probably the, not anymore. He's growing up now. Right. And you were the helper. I was the... Like the champion, the... Well, the champion is my Myers-Briggs, the ENFP, squirrel, champion. No, that was the... No, it might have been the champion. Myers-Briggs was the explorer. Yes. The champion. I'm the visionary guy, but the details, like this little... You know, paper over here, little stuff over there, more paper over here. You know, that's not my gig because the details of life kind of slow me down. But yeah, you're the visionary guy. You are. And it was driven for success, too. That was another thing. Yep. Which, yeah. Well, you worked very hard for a long time, but you realized that eventually something had to give. Yeah. Changing the why. Yeah. So what we're realizing is like, I've learned what's, what makes you tick. You're <laughs> learning what makes me tick. And what we've learned is you're kind of a, you're creative, visionary. I'm creative, but I am a task-oriented master, person. Taskmaster. <laughs> I try not to be a taskmaster. <laughs> to-do list that ends up being very long. I, I am a good support <laughs> person. You know, I'm a good yeah. wingman. I can get... Yeah. I can get shit done. Yeah. That's what I do. The GSD. Exactly. So 
So yeah. now I don't even remember what my point was. I don't know, but that. it was good. But it, it what's kind of funny is that we we're going to talk about time commitments. We're kind of zipping into why quite a bit. Yeah, because why is going to feed time commitments. You right. know, well, and, and it does. It does. So what's important to you, right? Is family important? Is learning to say no? That's what I was talking oh. about. Oh. We have to learn how to say no. It's okay. It's okay oh, yeah. to say no. This is something that was really hard for me because I, for me too. because I want everyone happy and I want you to like me. I'm going to say yes to everything you ask me to well, do. Well, and in my little anagram, I had three, and the second one was helper. So I have that a strong streak of that in yeah. me as well. Right. And I don't like to disappoint people, and you know, I don't like saying the two-letter evil word. Right. But it has to be said sometimes and it's it is it is okay to say no. So really like really prioritize what needs to get done, what's important. You know, there are some things that are really important. If your if your church and your faith are very important to you, those are some of the things you say yes to. But you can't you you learn really quickly that in an organization you start saying yes to one thing and then pretty soon you're doing everything. Yeah, we had a saying Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. That's right where we were going where I was going. We used to have a saying in Boy Scouts and I actually had a folder because I was assistant scoutmaster. I still have a scoutmaster handbook over there. But uh, I was assistant scoutmaster. We might need to let that go. (laughs) I was assistant scout my content. I was assistant scoutmaster and I had a bumper sticker on the back of the of the three ring binder and it said Boy Scouts just an hour a week and that was our joke is that okay it's just an hour a week dot 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 yeah that's just for the meeting then you have the planning and the post meeting and the you got the parents the parents the merit badges the outings yep it becomes a part-time job it does for real yeah and it's and it's okay i mean if that is your focus if that's what your kids love then dig in and get involved. That's awesome. We were more involved in Boy Scouts than our children were. Yeah, they we did were, not actually. love it like we did. Yeah. And we finally realized that as we were pushing Danny along our oldest towards Eagle, Eagle Scout. And that was just like focus. Eagle Scout, Eagle Scout, Eagle Scout. And he got to was star before life, I believe. Uh, he he star, made it yeah, like he, up to one of the higher ranks. Star life, one of the two. And he hated it. Mm-hmm. And we were pushing him and it was like a constant struggle and a battle. And we realized because we both sat on Eagle committees and mm-hmm. the Eagle, um, the reviews for the board. kids that yeah. were, were doing their Eagle Scout projects and, and getting their Eagle Scout, we realized how much work was involved mm-hmm. and if it wasn't something that he was willing to do on his own we weren't it wasn't fair for us to push right. him into it because then he didn't earn it right well and the other thing too is at that level i mean you got to own it and yeah. if you're not if you're just what is it a parent eagle if you're a, yeah. you know getting the eagle on your parents pushing and work i mean the review board could be very difficult Right. Really difficult. There's some really difficult questions and it's, that come up. It's amazing. Don't get me wrong. My brother is an Eagle Scout. I think it is the most amazing thing, and I think it's wonderful. And if you have a kid that loves it and is willing to do the work to yeah, get there, help them along. Those kids get so much benefit from having that Eagle Scout. Right. From, you know, my brother went into the Army at a higher rank than yep. he would have if he didn't have that Eagle rank. Every job he's applied for, it has benefited mm-hmm. him. 
Um, I mean, I just I can't say enough about about it. Well, when I had a stack of resumes as a group leader, or an office leader, or assistant vice president, if I had an Eagle Scout in the mix, I tried to grab them and they were gone fast. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't hire them because they were gone too fast. Everybody wanted the Eagle Scout. It's just the way it was. So, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you just, you have to figure out what's important, what, you know, and your kid, you want them to experience different things, try different things. But we realized through our younger son in basketball, uh, we saw burnout bad with, with his basketball career and, and it, it was kind of sad to witness somewhere. There's gotta be, we gotta figure out a way in our society to, to let our kids have fun with their extracurricular activities again. Right. That's that's my uh, soapbox right there. Make fun activities great again. Yes. So <clears throat> let's talk a little bit. Let's dig back into time commitments. And um, we're going to get back into the something that happened to us recently. We had Christmas already. Let that sink in for a moment. We not only had Christmas already, we had it in September. Yes, we did. <laughs> Christmas in September, at the end of September. Yes, we did. With my side of the family, we go through the cycle every year where we struggle and we try to figure out when we're doing Christmas, where we're going to do Christmas, all the logistics of it, and then actually try to pull it off. And it's just been complicated. <laughs> yeah, it is. Logistically, it's 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 a lot of different feelings and emotions, and <clears throat> and then it's time it's time management. It's a huge time management issue and it's a time commitment. You know? And we have, you know, your mom down in Florida yep. and Florida. in the winter and yep. the rest of the family up here. Right. So it makes it a challenge. Right. And it's it's expensive for a whole crew to fly down to, to Florida and, and uh, you know, in, in some cases it's easier to uh, uh for someone to one person to fly up north but then up north it's snowy it's icy it's cold as hell and it's a very white christmas up here usually so it's right so cold. this year's solution was we were going to do it before mom went down to florida and it was great yeah i think it worked out really well actually i think that's it turned out really well it, because at the end of the day what it's about is spending time with family right right and we, you know, the holiday in and of itself in our family is about recognizing Jesus. It's about Jesus's birthday. We've always, it's traditionally been celebrated in culture in December, but that's not even really Jesus's birthday of what they say. Right. It would lined up with pagan holidays. <laughs> so for us, it was about, you know, how can we have a family experience where we can all get together and enjoy time with each other? And where it works out best for everybody. Right. And that's what worked out best this year. Right. So. right. And we decided to go up north, northwestern Wisconsin. And uh, there's a lake place up there. That's where we were going to all gather. And it's so beautiful it there. It is really nice. And, of course, uh, my brother and I, had, we had a little project to do before everybody arrived. So we went up early. Uh, my brother out of Stevens Point and us out of the Twin Cities. We went up early and we pulled a dock. That was a lot of fun. I had We had waiters on. The waiters are old and mine fell apart completely. And I like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. For people that don't water. for people that don't live in northern Minnesota and northern Wisconsin, 
uh, end of September, it is very cold in the water. So that'll give you some context. Yeah, yeah. So we had to lug the the dock up the hill and get that out and pull a pump and some wa- uh, some piping out and winterize all that. Uh, Saturday, we pulled the pontoon out pontoon party barge yep. uh 24 foot pontoon and, and my brother hooked up his van to the trailer from down from a neighbor down the way and we pulled that out that was the logistics of the getting logistics. it into the garage are very difficult right and trying to do it with a tiny little minivan and a trailer that was the wrong size yep. for the boat Right. That was on it was right. was it was a it was a struggle right. But you were you guys were able to help out with some projects that needed to be done, and that right. that's a great thing. Right, right. And it was a really fun time with family, and uh, we all were really appreciative of your mom's gift to us, which was taking us all on a train yeah. excursion. Right up my and. Where were we? Trago? So, yeah, it's the Wisconsin Great Northern Railroad. It's a little excursion train heads up towards Hayward from Trago, and uh, which Trago is a little town north of Spooner. Nikki Halverson knows exactly where all this is. Nikki and, and those guys up there, but uh, rode the train and and had a it was a pizza train. It was a good time and and yeah, scenery was pretty. It was yep. a little bit before all the really really peak fall leaves. In some places, they were just stunningly beautiful the oranges and reds and yellows and it was just uh it was really kind of a cool experience that was really neat so mom we thank you for that gift that was really neat and and the cool thing was you're on a train there's nowhere to go so you have to talk to each other and just tell stories or just catch up it was really kind of nice yeah like Jenny and Chris, we hadn't seen them for a while. It was nice. My sister down in Milwaukee, it was nice to talk to her and her husband and just hang out. And it was just a lot of fun. It yeah. was nice to catch up with everybody and take some pictures and just see that, you know, when you're going on, on a railroad, you see things that you don't see from the highway or even from the back roads. It's it's just a different experience altogether. So Yeah. So that was really appreciated. And that yeah. was a really cool gift and a cool experience we all got to have together. Right. And uh, so that experience, Tom and I were did a lot of talking about that weekend. And as we're coming into the holidays, it's going to be a lot of opportunity to have really amazing, beautiful experiences with our family. It also could generate a lot, lot of stress. The, these holiday times, there's a lot of expectation mm-hmm. about what's going to happen. And there's a lot of events and activities going on and how to juggle it all and still keep sane and keep your priorities in line mm-hmm. and focused on what's important. So we kind of we we came up with some lessons that we learned from from this weekend in particular, but also other weekends, you know, other family get togethers right. and experiences that we've had. So we wanted to share four lessons learned from our family get together. Right, right. And I think it's important. And I think it'll apply to whether it's Hogtoberfest with a whole bunch of people coming over or just having a fire in the backyard. Some of these things really apply. Absolutely. make, Make the most. I mean, what we really want you to do is make the most of your time. So you're not running around with your hair on fire trying to figure it all out and everything. It's just. How do you enjoy this moment? How do you enjoy the moment? Right. Exactly. So. So that being said, our first lesson that we learned is. Make this time about the people and the experience. 
What we need to do is we need to simplify the prep work and do as much advanced planning as possible and free up your time to really enjoy each other and truly experience the moment. Was that four things or was that just one thing? That was just the first thing. (laughs) It was one really good thing. That was a really good thing. But yeah, if you, and this is where a planner, sometimes I fly by the seat of my pants, but this is where a planner really comes into it because you can sit down and figure out, okay, what's the menu ahead of time? Maybe you don't have to chop every vegetable on earth. Maybe you can go to a store and get a veggie tray with a dip already made and you're ready to go and then have the food like marinating the steak or the chicken or whatever you're going to do to it. And it's just ready to go. Boom. Right. Ready, set, go. Can you do some of that prep work? Because any good meal, you know that there is prep involved in it. Can you do some of it ahead of time before people get there? So you're not doing it while everyone's there and getting stressed out about it, right? Right. So can you chop vegetables the day before everyone gets there? Yeah, you totally could do that. Or bread. If you're going to have fondue, chop up the meat, chop up the bread, shred the cheese. Then you don't have to do it in the middle of the moment and then get really stressed and and not enjoy the moment because you really need to to be able to enjoy the moment and the people that are there. Right. And in some cases, I mean, think of the layout of your kitchen. You might be in the back of the house. Everybody's in the front of the house and you're totally removed from the situation and the people. I mean, if you're all prepped and you're set, you can be out there and talking and engaging, not stuck in the back of the house somewhere yeah muttering under your breath geez i wish i would have you know nobody's helping me i know yeah yeah yeah. all that stuff going on you know maybe you could make chicken shredded chicken ahead of time Mm -hmm. shredded beef crock pot stuff yeah crock pot and freeze it recipes oh yeah i have i'm all about simplifying roast beef stuff Mm. delicious yeah so that was the first thing we learned the other thing we learned is Delegate tasks. Oh, yeah. Many hands make work light. Delegate and and let them do it. Right. And don't micromanage. Mm-hmm. They It doesn't matter how it gets done. Just just give it to them and let them do it. Right. Don't, you don't need to be managing how they chop a slice of bread or it just you just need to really just let it go. And yeah. let, let people just do because exactly. people want to help. Right. But they're not going to want to help if they're worried about opening a cabinet door and having you wondering over their shoulder, asking them why they're they're opening the door. Right. Right. And and you might actually find out a different way to do something that you might learn something along the way. Maybe they do something that they learn from who knows what, but like a cooking show. Emerald Lagasse. Right. Bam. Bam. 50 cloves of garlic, bam! And maybe you're like, wow, I didn't know that. You can do that with that, like opening up a can the certain way that I never knew how to do. I mean, what, you do the thing and... Uh, yeah, that yeah. was so cool. It takes the whole top off of the whole can. Right, maybe that's a better way to do it. Maybe you never knew it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Let them do it. Let them shine. Let them shine. Yep, absolutely. Right. Okay, so the third thing that we realized is that Okay, this was a big one for us because we have grown children now, right? And and we are grown. grown grown children. Oh, we're we, grown, we're adult children. Like we are Wait, we're adult children? I'm adult child. Yeah. 
You're a child <laughs> permanently stuck at 12, I think. But <laughs> anyway, we I mean, everybody, you know, our children grow up yep, and they, they need to be appreciated as adults. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's one thing that that I've learned and I'm trying really hard to remember because moms, it's really easy. I mean, we're always going to think of our kids as our babies. They are. They're just always, they're always our babies, right? I mean, they're, they're going to forever be our kids. We're never going to stop worrying about them. But there comes a time where they are adults and they have valuable opinions. And you know what? They may have some knowledge and, and they may tell you something you didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And be willing and open to learn from them. That is something that. I think is so important. We have to respect our children as adults when they become adults and make sure that they know that because if we treat them like kids forever, then, then you're never going to have that beautiful um, adult relationship with them that, that you could. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing that's been really cool is Danny's really getting into psychology class and, and the neuroreceptors and the workings of the brain and, he sat down with us one night and he was drawing out how different chemicals affect the brain and the receptors. And I was like, wow, who is this young man? Where did he come from? And right. I mean, it, was it was so awesome yeah. to see. And the cool thing was, too, we were working on our basement project and he wanted to help us with with the project and he was helping in different ways. But when we got to the insulation piece, you know, he had spent time working with my cousin and he had learned a lot about insulation and he just took the ball and ran with it. And what he he did did was the most amazing insulation job for us. We could never have done what he did. And he was so happy to do that Mm -hmm. for us. And it was just so um, it was so cool to see him how much he had learned and just to to let him yeah. do that was just awesome. Yep. Just let him go. Yep. And shine. And shine. Yeah. Absolutely. What else you got on that? Okay, so our last thing, our last little tip and this this came courtesy of an experience that we had was you need to allow extra time to get where you're going. Oh, yes. Right? Absolutely. Because in life, especially today, we are hurrying everywhere oh, we yeah. go. And I know I'm like, I am guilty of this 90% of the time that I am rushing, rushing, rushing. I'm going so fast. When I'm driving down that road, I am thinking about the 95,000 things that I have to do. And I may be focusing on that thing that somebody said to me and Mm -hmm. it pissed me off or whatever, you know, just stupid stuff. But when we're rushing to get places, we're missing out on the beauty that's around us and we're missing out on opportunity and you need to stop and we said stop and see the eagles (laughs) so the the experience we had was we were driving home from Spooner. Our, our, Spooner. We, we stopped yeah. in Spooner and you guys did a little shopping. Ryan and I, we hit the corner pub. That was really fun. And then we were driving home and went around a curve. And all of a sudden, all you could see were eagles. Eagles everywhere. There's about seven or eight eagles that were flying in all directions. 
and there was a car in front of us. They stopped. We stopped. We were trying to get pictures of them and stuff. And uh, it was so it was cool. Really cool. Up close and personal, like. 10 feet away, there's this huge eagle right flying right in front of our car. It was really amazing. I mean, we had eagles flying 10 feet over our head and they were sitting in the trees right next to us. And in my typical life, I would be rushing to get to the next thing that I had to do. I wouldn't have even noticed them because of all the things I would have been thinking about. I truly would have missed it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really need to remember to slow down and... And Enjoy the Eagles. Take the time. Make sure you have enough time. Don't be late. Take a little extra time and mm-hmm. slow down and, and enjoy the Eagles. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, tell driver's ed students the same thing when I go into the classrooms about distractions and everything else. And uh, same thing. Take a little extra time. Leave a little early. It's okay to stop and look at that stuff. Like this, like today, we got work, done working out, and instead of turning left, uh, left to head home, I took a right because boom, there was an eagle. It was another eagle right moment. There, right yeah, there, right there, and it flew and it landed right in a tree behind the pine tree. And he it was, was raiding somebody's nest. Yeah, he was digging in a nest. There was a hawk that flew over, and some some uh, black uh, some ravens were coming over. I mean, it was that was like. National Geographic right there. Yeah. That was pretty effing cool. And I have actually, you know, I get up really early in the morning to go to work. Um, I have I have a fairly long commute, so I've learned that I have to get up really early and get to the gym so that I get, ha- you know, the majority of my commute out of the way very, very early before, uh, or I'm going to sit in traffic for an hour. So I've just been trying to, when I'm doing that commute, I look around and oh my God, I've seen some beautiful sunrises. It's been the the sun rising over the city of Minneapolis mm-hmm. sometimes is just breathtaking. Yeah. And I hadn't even noticed it before. Mm-hmm. I just didn't because I was just hustling to get to work. Right. Because I was stressed out that I was going to be late. <laughs> it's so sad. Right. So really just stop and look around. It's yep. the old saying, smell the roses. Stop smell and the smell roses. the roses. Really try to take the time. Right. Yeah. Taking the time. So reducing those schedule. time commitments will let you have a little more time so that you can, can see the beauty around you. Exactly. That was well done. Well put. Thank you. All right. So our four points, I think we're wrapping up, right? Yep. All right. So we've got delegate tasks and allow people to help, right? Mm-hmm. Focus on the moment and spend time together. Then I wrote it as perfection is enemy of the good. Enjoy the moment. Yep. And then allow extra time to get where you are going. Enjoy the moment. Smell the roses. Have your ego moment. Amen. Well, cool. Well, do you have anything else to add? I mean, you've done a lot of talking. That was really good. Yeah, I don't. I think I am talked out. Yeah. Well, this is really important stuff. I mean, we're all moving in fast everything is moving faster and faster and faster these days and we're all wired in and connected and and really take the time to disconnect to think a little bit to leave a little early enjoy the moment yeah i mean that's develop your small scale life it doesn't have to be big and glorious just enjoy the people around you enjoy the moment enjoy the eagles Enjoy the sunrise. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the holidays. Because it doesn't have to be stressful. It does not. Let people do their thing. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. 
we hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Scale Life. If you have comments, if you have your own stories about eagle stories or your own tips for for reducing our time commitments, feel free to let us know. Give us some feedback. Uh, you can do that on smallscalelife.com. Just under the post, put in a comment. You can send us a comment on the Contact Us page. You can send us a, a little love note at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. You know, just let us know. Send some pictures, whatever. We appreciate it, and we appreciate your comments. We appreciate you guys. On Instagram at, at smallscalelife. Yes. And Facebook. And Facebook. we got the YouTubes. How about Twitter? We've What's got, our, I don't tweet things. It's at, so. at smallscalelife. We have like 2,500 followers there. All right. Tweet, and tweet. Tweet, tweet. Tom and, will answer. And Pinterest. We're on Pinterest as well. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do it. I got to get into Pinterest. Well, there's, and we're on the YouTubes. We're all over the place. And there's a small scale life Facebook group. That's a group of like-minded folks that love to chime in, give us a hard time, have a lot of laughs, have a drinky drink, social, you know, all that good stuff. Good folks there. Really good folks. So thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. Give us your feedback wherever you are in the internet in the world. Bye. This is Tom from small scale life. Take care, everybody. is on oh my god am i doing this first though i mean i'm gonna go welcome to the small scale life podcast i'm your host tom and then you'll say i'm julie and okay i mean that's just the way we start all right all right ready mm-hmm. all right welcome to the small scale life podcast i'm your host tom and i'm julie whoa start over again yeah. <laughs> wait i didn't know i was gonna roll right into it aren't you gonna say something else no. You got to say something else after that. Really? Well, I usually just roll into it. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, no. No. All right. I'll do it. So right after that, then Yeah, it's kind of like it. a okay. mini monologue. Okay. All right. All right. So, well, so wait till five minutes. <laughs> so that's how we, that's, I mean, I was going to say, do You've you feel stressed You've done this out? a lot. I haven't. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, it, you know, <laughs>